Welcome again to another weird thing that some nobodies do. Um, my name is Zach, and this is Dylan on this side. Wow, still. It's still. been like two years, two years of this. Can't figure it out. We've been doing uh, this for six years, and you still don't know left from right. It's been like 19 years, and I still don't know what side you sit on. Uh, anyway, if you don't know who we are, uh, we are some weirdos that make some stuff like Silicon Angels. Uh, we also do a podcast, podcast, a podcast show. Uh, we have uh, some info down there. If you want to see everything that we do, you can always go to somenobodies.com and check it out. But my, hey, I am alive. Yeah. Um, but mostly we have a show on Sunday. It's called Talking Upstream. And what we do there is we talk to some people that have created things that we're trying to create. Either very cool podcasts, uh, movies, TV shows, anything really. And then we kind of uh, pitch something to them that we've created. Uh, what we wanted to do was we want to take those ideas and continue to work on those things so that we don't just put those on the back burner we actually i actually reached to the back of the the stove just, i don't know if you saw that that was uh, uh not not for podcast uh <laughs> listeners anyway um yeah so we designed this show which is twitching upstream what, like i said we just wanted to kind of take an idea and then really work on it and show dylan's writing skills and actually what we do a lot of the time which is really just talking and giving each other ideas to to, to kind of fill in the stuff. Uh, but anyway, you know, so that's what we're going to do here. Dylan's been uh, holding down the fort for a couple weeks for me while I took care of a bunch of family stuff. Uh, so I'm going to need him his help kind of catching me up. But, you know, as I always do, I got some things that I'm going to throw at Dylan and, uh, you know, nerd news, media stuff, just to see his reaction or to get his input because uh, he's my only friend and uh, whatever. So uh, first and foremost, I'm not sure if you've heard about this, but there's like a recent rumor that James Gunn has been talking to both DC and Marvel about doing a crossover movie or series of movies. Now, first... Is that possible? Is it possible knowing how Marvel works, knowing how DC works, not, excluding Disney, even that story wise, is there any way to merge these two universes without doing the multiverse BS? I mean, I don't know how else you do it. Like pulling from the multiverse seems to be the only way they ever accomplish that sort of crossover, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess, it, I, I guess the only way that it can be is if you do a multiverse. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> uh, I just, I just, yeah, I just read this. Uh, I'll give you a call in about three weeks. Uh, <laughs> once a couple of checks uh, clear. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm most likely in. But anyway, yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. You know, when you look at DC movies and you see how gritty they are, and you look at Marvel movies and how you know kind of quippy and cute they yeah. are. Uh, I just don't see those two things working and also is there anybody that can beat batman on the marvel side i mean he, i 
it's going to be the same crossover thing you always get where they start fighting each other and then some big threat happens and then they team up, right? Am I, I mean, wrong? Have they ever well, done a crossover where that doesn't happen? They, uh, I, I guess that's what it is. It's either there's a, 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 a joined big bad or they try to figure out why this is <laughs> happening to them and then they stop that, which is usually a big bad or uh, something else. But yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I hope it does not happen. Who could beat Bat? Who could be? Ba- I mean, who could beat Batman? I mean, it depends on who's writing Batman. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if Batman knows who's in the fight, you can't beat Batman. That's it. Like that. If that guy's got time to prep, he's gonna beat you hands down. Like that's it's, it. He's he's a freaking thing, isn't it? Yeah. He's, hey, Detective Ninja, you can't beat that. Uh, all right. So speaking of like DC stuff, uh, Batgirl is most likely going to be cast soon. Uh, there was a project that Joss Whedon started, which clearly got dismantled quick. Um, but with with the uh, Deadpool, hmm. I I mean I guess if only because eventually Batman might run out of things to do to him. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess just out of annoy, you can annoy Batman to death. I'm pretty sure yeah. that can happen. So <laughs> he just that- stops. He just quits. Yeah, for that reason alone, it's like, all right, fine, Deadpool wins. Um, but yeah, so Batgirl, uh, what do you think? Is is there a fan casting in your mind for who could play a good Batgirl? And please do not say Emma Stone. Not Emma Stone. Um, good. Well, that's the correct answer. My my brain is going to Alison Brie for some reason, and I don't know why. I mean, she she's she's a great actor. She was mm-hmm. up for She Hulk not too long ago. Right. She did she didn't win She Hulk, but uh, you see I, her you see her chops as far as like glow and everything. Like she's a, a physical actor, so I could see it. I feel um, like I always dreamcast Allison Brie for these questions though, and I'm not sure why. Like I like Community, but I haven't yeah. seen her in anything else that I've I haven't seen Glow, so mm. I haven't what? seen her in anything else that makes me go. Yeah, she's a really physical action actor. Yeah, that's true. Uh, wait, did you watch BoJack? Because she's oh, she uh, voices. <laughs> yeah, no, she's in BoJack. I forgot. Class, classic Vietnamese character <laughs> in BoJack. Yeah. Um, but uh, all right, so we also have um, the Suicide Squad trailer. Another Suicide Squad oh, trailer just came cool. out. And it's cool because they make kind of a joke of Superman a little bit. Uh, they make a reference. If you haven't seen it, I can't spoil a trailer, whatever. It's a trailer. Go watch it. But they do talk about how um, Idris Elba's character has shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet successfully. So uh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> I, I I am so excited to watch this movie. I think it's probably the best thing that DC can do. Uh, Ron says, uh, what wouldn't Disney give to get their writing hands on DC? I feel like Mickey would be willing to give up whole parts of the United States to make that happen. That is true. I mean, if you think about... That's my concern, is that Disney winds up with the entire superhero market under their belt, except for like Amazon, which is its own thing. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, like you have... Uh, I don't think that Marvel had maybe Spider-Man, but I don't think Marvel has a character that is bigger than Superman and or Batman. Uh, I mean, Spider-Man. If Spider-Man, like, if Spider-Man hadn't been mismanaged due to the rights issues between them and Sony, I would say yes. But 
in American culture, I think Superman and Batman are kind of the big two superheroes. And in Spider-Man, I think is a real strong third. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man might be the number one superhero yeah. worldwide yeah. as far as comics go. Not not now that the MCU's out, obviously, that kind of yeah. has altered because now people are like, ah, oh, I love Iron Man. Dude, Iron Man sucks, always has. Uh, he's uh, he's just a Batman ripoff. I remember, uh, I remember reading comics with Iron Man before the MCU, and Iron Man was always portrayed as, like, nobody's friend. Nobody mm-hmm. really liked him, but they're like, damn it, we need Tony around because he's got resources or something. Yeah, and then well, then they made him kind of interesting when he had like a drinking problem, which is a terrible thing that I just said. But it was the most interesting thing that they had until the movies came out. And then everyone's like, oh, "I love Captain." No one liked Captain America. Well, I guess Captain America was kind of cool. Yeah, Captain America uh, was kind of cool. Uh, Red Flanagan says, "Interesting to think that if such a thing exists slash could exist as a monopoly on IP, I mean, Marvel and DC are basically the AT and T and Verizon of comics. Yep. That's true. I mean, Image Comic tries; they don't really do anything." Jason Taylor, I, how are you, sir? Everything Image has put out, I've kind of enjoyed. They did, uh, they do Invincible, don't they? Like, yeah, I like Image Comics a lot, and I don't think I, I don't think a lot of that is just being contrarian against the big two. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Uh, now, Ron says Iron Man isn't even a real superhero. He's a smug, rich, smart guy with issues, which is almost Batman. Uh, it is, it but is I'm, Batman. But I'm going to say Batman is a superhero. I'm going to yeah. say Tony Stark is not a superhero for some reason. Well, uh, I mean, I- <laughs> he had extremists for a while, which gave him all, pretty much out and out superpowers. Like, yeah. That's true, but I still uh, look. I'm I'm a Batman dude uh, through and through. Um, who, who owns Dark Horse Comics? Is that DC? Uh, DC's Dark Horse, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because I like. Isn't that uh that's Hellboy, isn't it? Hellboy is Dark Horse. Yep. Yeah. Um. S- now Spawn is the boost mobile of comics. You have to keep <laughs> buying action figures <laughs> to keep the image alive. Yeah, man. It's. I remember getting like Electronic Gamer Monthly back in the early two thousands, and it was like every other page was an advertisement for a new Spawn action figure. Yeah. I wait. Batman is part Bat. No, um, I think you're thinking of Man Bat. That is Man Bat, correct? Easy, um, easy mistake to make. Yeah, <laughs> they do wear slightly different clothes, but yeah, very, very yeah. classic. Uh, um, now, on other nerd news, though, we do. I don't know if you saw this that they're trying to do a remake of Evil Dead or or another one. It's they're, called e- Evil Dead Rise. I now, saw that they're bringing it in, into the city. They are, and it does not. Uh, Batman is part billionaire. I'm pretty sure he's entirely billionaire, but yeah, yeah, at least one percent, at least one percent billionaire. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it is not Sam Raimi is not directing it or writing it, Bruce Campbell's not in it. Uh, they do have producer credits, but I'm just assuming that's like one of those cool Hollywood hmm. formality things. But uh, can this? Can this work without the the cheese and ham of Raimi and that chin of Campbell? Can can you pull that off? I didn't see the remake of Evil Dead from like 2011 or something, whatever the that remake they did. I didn't see that, but from what I've heard, it's not bad. It's just takes itself more seriously. Well, Raimi was a part of that, right? Right. Or, no, I think and, he was. He was yeah. a producer, but producers. Yeah. Mm. You call someone up on the phone and they talk to you for five minutes about something. You can give them a producer credit. Yeah, but that's true. I, I, it feels like they're just using the name. Yeah, it's weird. Which yeah. I guess is just like what zombie stuff. Like what, what is Evil Dead if it's not Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell? It's just 
Uh, I, I guess it's curse. curse. Yeah, curse and but deadites. Deadites are just without the name. It's just demons again. Yeah, yeah. I know Red, Red Flanagan's a huge <clears throat> fan of Evil Dead One. Uh, he says, uh, Evil Dead 1 is my favorite film of all time. I'm totally up for a new Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead was amazing. And Evil Dead 2013 reboot was very solid for following the conventions of modern horror. Yeah, I, I agree to both those things 100%. I I'll definitely watch it. M my thing is being exclusive. McManhattan, how are you, sir? Being exclusively not Sam Raimi and exclusively not Bruce Campbell. That's just, uh, it's going to be a tough one. Um, <clears throat> Ron Limpet says, Who'd win in a city war, Gotham City or Metropolis? I think Gotham would absolutely crush those. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going with Gotham. It's like asking who would win in a fight between New York and Chicago. It, and it's, it's not, not 1970. I know they're both New York, but yeah, it, it's not that. It, it's almost like saying uh, who'd win in a fight, uh, cocaine and white collar versus crystal meth and everything else. I, Gotham is always the worst of the worst. It's like modern day New York versus 1980s New York. 1980s yeah. New York wins hands down. Yeah, like what happens in Metropolis? You have uh, a, a, somebody might do armed robbery of a bank, possibly. Uh, you might have uh, – actually, I don't even know what happens in Metropolis. Like nothing happens in Metropolis. <laughs> uh, Star says, I love Evil Dead franchise. Can't wait. Uh, new game coming too for Xbox One with Bruce Campbell. Oh. How do you make a video game out of Evil Dead? It's mostly deadites, I would assume. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Gotham the Show – well, that's the worst. Uh, no, Gotham the show. It. No, okay, so that's true. If w was there a Metropolis show? I don't think so, right? Because it was not well, Smallville. There's Krypton, yeah, and there's Smallville. So no, but if there was a Metropolis show, that show could be Gotham the show because Gotham the show kind of reeks like some dupe. Uh, Red Flanagan says since Evil Dead 2013 starred no one from the original aside from the Oldsmobile Delta, but was still pretty awesome. I trust them with a new lineup. It's still produced by the Ramies and Campbell. Yeah, I, I, I'm going right. to agree. I have nothing bad to say about it. I, I'm, I am an Evil Dead fan. I love Evil Dead. I just feel that a lot of that outside of the, the newer you know, reboot, but I think a lot of that was Ramy shtick, but I guess if they keep that, then that's cool. Cause I don't really care. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Jason, uh, Gotham is horrible. Ugh. LOL. I agree. Um, and lastly, I don't know. Are you watching bad batch Dylan? No. Okay. No. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, for those who are, they just hit episode eight, which is, uh, the mid season, not break, but like the mid season point. So there's 16 episodes. They just hit episode eight. Uh, I'm in love with bad batch i am in love with everything star wars but uh it is about omega which is the last of the clones that were built on uh kaminoa uh kamino kamino oh yeah kamino i i think i'm thinking of a car uh <laughs> um so and her name is omega for those who don't know and she hangs out with the bad batch and for those who watch the clone wars the bad batches uh they, they showed up in there and they're a reject uh batch of uh clones that you know don't look the same etc etc so this show kind of follows them after order 99 so they can take their things out so they don't get the inhibitor oh, trip 66 uh, order what i say 99 yeah he got it upside down <laughs> what 
what was I must have been looking at something that said 99 anyway yeah so order 66 uh oh because it's batch 99 that's what I was thinking okay. of. they're batch 99 uh, order 66 uh but you man, know I really fell off the Star Wars bandwagon just, just, like, just like George Lucas says it's poetry it's got to rhyme um but circles yeah so, uh, circles. but you know if, if, if there is a theory that um o- Omega is a force sensitive clone a clone of Palpatine, a clone of uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, there's a lot of things that they're kind of throwing out there. But to me, sh- she hasn't shown up in any of the movies, which doesn't bode well, right? Uh, wait, no. Jason Jason Tower says, uh, Red, do you mean River? Or Red Ass. Oh, sorry. Uh, DC, versus, DC versus Riverdale. Uh, I haven't seen Riverdale either. Well, Riverdale is insane. I've heard so. that it goes off the rails really quick and really hard. It, it is just insane. I yeah. so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take DC. Uh, do you mean uh, River? I wish I was Twin Peaks, Dale. Because Riverdale is a trying. Oh, to be they Twin try Peaks? to be Twin Peaks. Yeah, that that's true. Okay. Uh, I see. Yeah, well, I get it now. The comics for Riverdale did, ha- or Ar- the Archie and Betty comics did have Predator versus Archie. And Punisher versus Archie. Yeah. So they do get pretty out there. That's weird. Uh, the only reason I was hesitating reading that comment was because I live close to the Twin Peaks, <laughs> actual Twin Peaks. So when I read Twin Peaks, I'm like, wait, what is that? Uh, add Jason Taylor. Sure. I'm not a fan at all. Do love Twin Peaks, though. Satan is real and Sabrina, which is linked to Riverdale, though, which would be a fun matchup versus Superman, which is odd because Lucifer is in the DC universe. And if yeah. and so's Riverdale. So if Riverdale and so Lucifer, does, so there's Lucifer and Satan exist in the same. Well, Sabri- so Sabrina the Witch is talking to Lucifer from the TV show. Like we've got a whole we got a whole mess of like cinematic universe brewing yeah. here. Superman uh, versus Satan would be a really interesting thing. Superman versus yeah yeah because like what. what, what well, is Satan like a mythological creature, right? Well, I guess I would say so. Uh, yeah, I, what would you say uh, Satan's big weaknesses are? What's Satan's kryptonite? Uh, depending on what you watch, prayer. <laughs> Oof, and you know, Superman, oh, Superman's not well, Superman obviously kid does not believe in God, so he, uh, huh, I'm gonna yeah. ponder that one for a while. Yeah. Uh, small ver- Smallville versus Riverdale. I am going to say Smallville because... I think Smallville due to Clark Kent. Well, Clark Kent, also Doomsday, uh, Aquaman. You got a bunch of people. Uh, Riverdale has uh, somebody with a very bad, weird hat uh, (laughs) and no plot lines, really. Uh, God is Satan's kryptonite. Yeah, but if but Superman does not believe in God. Jason, are you a youth pastor? Because that sounds like something one of my youth pastors would have said. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We should we should probably get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, if you're into Star Wars, watch the Bad Batch. I'm excited how that's going. Uh, Dylan, I think you would like it, but you are swamped with content right now. Anyway, yeah. okay, so what we do on this show, we take a project that we worked on before, most likely on Talking Upstream, and then for about four to five episodes, kind of break it down, uh, go into scene breakdowns, some dialogue, character development, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to let Dylan kind of catch everybody up on where we are, and what we're trying to accomplish with the rest of today's episode. Yeah, so uh, what we've been doing for the last few weeks is we've been focusing on a project we developed a while ago on Twitching Upstream called Red Wichita. This is a superhero series. It's a podcast 
where it is presented in the style of such podcasts as serial and other kind of like this American life, like what really happened stories. And the basic idea is that in this world, superheroes exist and a supervillain in order to establish his own kind of like rogue state that he can operate out of without any sort of like, you know, government interference because he would be the government uh, takes over the city and the surrounding area of Wichita, Kansas. <clears throat> um, now, we have spent a little bit of time figuring out the backstory. Oh, hello, Joel Marshall. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, yeah. And um, we've spent a little bit of time figuring out what's going to happen here. So we did some character development. We did some uh, just kind of backstory <laughs> things. Yeah, this American life wishes they were as good as our stuff. That's true. That's true. Fight me, Ira Glass. Um <laughs> break like glass that's what would happen but yeah. uh <laughs> there's a red what you're talking about yeah sure <laughs> but, don't get it don't get it twisted don't get it twisted but uh we kind of figured out this brief storyline about what actually happened in the event and the podcast is going to be a bunch of interviews and segments going over what happened there in universe um we came up with a bunch of kind of like b tier characters such as heavy step Doc Quantum, uh, Moon Shadow, that sort of thing. Um, we figured out who the main character is, what Red, what uh, Red Emperor, the bad guy, does, and why Superion, the good guy, it has taken so long to respond, and that turns out that they both had the same corporate sponsor. Uh, and, you know us, we like to kind of cover that. That's a topic we've dipped into a few times, um, because it's relatable to current day stuff. Um... So, oh, right, I forgot that we modeled Red Emperor after Tucker Carlson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we got into the backstory of the two main characters, and we were kind of just going in sequence and building out what we need to build out. What we don't have yet that I think we should figure out is the backstory and building of the main character. Her name is Daphne Driver. She's a reporter for the Wichita Eagle. She lost someone in the attack. And that's all we had really figured out. Yeah. Okay. So we need her to have motivation to have this show, right? Now, yeah. is, is she... <laughs> Tucker Carlson is a character. I agree. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, having the main bad guy as Tucker Carlson, I think, is really funny. Um so does she do other podcasting or is she specifically uh, like tragic due to this event? I, well, you had her, we had her as a reporter, but I, I think we had kind of determined that this project is her acting independently. So yeah. maybe she doesn't do podcasting, but she has done interviews and stuff like that. So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. I like her being a reporter. I like her asking a lot of questions. Uh, and then when she gets stuck, uh, that's when she decides to make this show. So what if, say, uh, one of her relatives was a superhero um, that she knew about? And that's why it was kind of like shocking. Because you know, like some superheroes have that friend or that confidant that's also a news reporter. Yeah. You know, the, not the Lois Lane, but like the uh, the, the Jimmy Olsen, whatever. The Jimmy Olsen. Um, yeah. So what if that is they have that kind of relationship yeah. so that they know maybe more about <clears throat> what's happening. So that way, when they do ask specific questions, they aren't really given the correct answer that she knows. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about that? 
I like it. Um, right, maybe cool. like a like a low level hero who attempted to save save the city and got beat real handily by a uh, red emperor. Yeah, like a like a like a neighborhood superhero. Yeah, not a global hero. Um, and uh, for some reason, maybe she uh, uh, she has messages from this person, like that you know, like hey, I. I I have these voicemails. Like, I just want to check on this uh, or something. Something that really, I like her having more information than what authorities are giving her, which would push her to investigate more. Yeah. Um, do we want. Uh, P.S. If, if anyone's watching, if, if this is the first time you are watching and this is live, please uh, throw some comments in there. If you have any suggestions for any of the things we're talking about, most likely your ideas are better than ours. So uh, hit them with us. Just just yeah. plop them right into uh, whatever thing you're watching. But uh, go ahead. Do we want her friend to be one of these characters that we had previously developed or do we want to just have it be kind of like an offhanded character we haven't met yet? I think I mean we we did create a bunch of characters and yeah. not all were fleshed out. So one of them could be specifically uh, Wichita based. Sure, um, because I don't. Most of these guys are most of these characters have interview segments in there, and we yeah. can pretty pretty easily turn that into um, one of them just having all their information put in interludes that are the guy's phone messages or something. Yeah, uh, maybe not one of them though, okay? Because uh, they seemed, they all seem pretty good, like yeah, power, power wise. So, <laughs> right. uh, so red Fla red Flanagan says okay. Daphne was in a podcast network with a duo called Gnome Somebodies, uh, who do something very meta related to fantasy. She set up a meeting with them, and they were wiped out in the attack. Survivors' guilt. Yep. At, yeah. perfect sure there's there is some survivor's guilt in there i think because i like that person she's close to didn't die but, or did die but she didn't yeah wait do we like some gnome somebodies or some gnome bodies some gnome bodies right that that seems like it flows better it's, it's a <laughs> it's a podcast group that's just a collection of hive mind gnomes yeah they just sit outside in the garden and just talk about it three gnomes <laughs> in a trench coat <laughs> <laughs> those are the lucky ones that get to the movies yeah yeah right <laughs> uh okay so uh yeah i i do like um i like them being i like survivor's guild i think that's cool um and maybe what so maybe okay let, let's kind of flip what red just said and maybe there is a like a, a mini superhero podcasting group in wichita that all got wiped out ah i, I like that or maybe one of the one of the group survived or something, uh, or they all got wiped out. I, I think that's maybe, kind of, I think that's really cool. Maybe Daphne was like their contact, like the, yeah. And Daphne was the one person they're like, "Hey, you work for the Wichita Eagle, like, can you be our inside person?" And she goes, "Oh, you, I like what you guys are doing, sure, but I I can't do superhero things." And so now they're all wiped out, and she's like, "I have to make sure people know who they were." Yeah, nice. And then if you think about it, like her figuring out this whole story uh, makes her the ultimate hero without being super, which is, I guess, a great lesson for somebody. It's a good lesson for superhero stuff in general, because it's really hard. It's really weird when a superhero story is like moral is like 
remember, only Superman can save the world. And you're like, ah. Or yeah. like, remember that time Reed Richards cured cancer? Only superheroes can cure cancer. And you're like, ah, man, yeah. that's not a good lesson to walk away with. It, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? There's nothing I'm going to be able to do against a space portal. Right. But, <laughs> but. but if somebody listens to yeah. Silicon Angels, they'll uncover a serious mystery. You sure uh, can. <laughs> you should go uh, listen to Silicon Angels, available yeah. on every podcasting platform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> including Pandora. Uh, okay, so Finally. what 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 do we need here? What, what are we working on? Let's figure out who these... It doesn't have to be much, but we should come up with like three names and what their powers are for who these superhero podcasters are. Yeah, Plus, let's... I don't, don't know need if they, to have like a really in-depth backstory for them. Just yeah. who they were, what they could do. I, I'm thinking they might not even have powers. Okay. Maybe they are like... They have superhero names and they are maybe just mortals that are trying to do good. Uh, what, what do you think about that? Yeah. No, I uh, like it. Yeah. Uh, maybe they are... Um, uh, hmm. If anybody out there has any suggestions for some... I, do, I honestly have no idea why I'm thinking about this, but I have Legend of the Hidden Temple stuck in my head, so I'm like, they're just uh, silver iguanas or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, or... The, the, the uh, podcasting group is just a bunch of, like, humanoid reptilians, and it's like, nobody comments on it. There's just a there's just a little clutch there's just a little clutch of reptilians in Wichita that do podcasting. Oh, okay, I'm cool. I'm cool with I that. Don't know. They, they yeah. came from this mama. Mama. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, that, I, I guess honestly, a mom. I don't know if if we if we get to. <laughs> If we, if you want to talk about a real superhero, folks, moms. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Um, yeah, I, I like I, maybe there's a group of like reptilians that came from the center of the earth that have a podcast. They don't have any powers, but they also just do uh, heroic stuff. So, OK, it's like the Ninja Turtles. But instead of being ninja crime fighters, they're podcasting lizards. And Daphne is their April O'Neil. That is that is beyond <laughs> perfect. <laughs> don't la don't I, laugh at mad mana. <laughs> Mad Mana is my Magic the Gathering themed rap name. <laughs> that is true. It's a, it's like a five color fist to the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wooberg. All right. Oh man, three people in who aren't even watching this podcast are going to get that anyway. Um, so these these characters died. Uh, well, I mean, okay, we're gonna. What are we gonna call them? We're gonna call them hiss. Uh, yeah, he, heroes in oh, uh, uh right, hiss. Heroes. Wait, do do I, lizards, I lizards was, hiss? Right. Yes, I was thinking that was one of their names individually. Oh, we're going just names. Yeah. I, so we have we have a uh, hiss. We have uh uh venom. Is that one? No, sure. that's, too, that's too popular of a name though. How about uh fork? Sure. <laughs> Uh, we have um, uh, uh, two claw. <laughs> we'll get to why later. Sure. Uh, we don't and, have to explain it. And um, Steve, one, we, it should. I think one of them should be just like a, yeah. like a normal a name. Alan. Paul. Alan. Al Alan the Lizard Podcaster. I like it. Alan Scale. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Scales. Yeah. 
Go oh, ahead. He he oh. he also does the theme music, so it works. So the, these oh this is good. This is good. So um one not one of her relatives, but um she was the April O'Neill character for a group of reptilian podcasters in Wichita who died in the attack and she wants them to be recognized and the cause of their deaths to be exposed. So they're they're like uh what millennial humanoid lizard podcasting, right? Millennial humanoid lizard MHLP I mean, that'd be a really good radio station. <laughs> You're listening to MHLP. <laughs> uh, I, I, whatever. My uh, name I, is Alan Scales. Alan Scales. <laughs> and I'll be bringing you the weather. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have so we have these podcasters that uh, are also lizards. Yeah, why not? It's a superhero no. setting. I'm totally in. Okay, so they all get wiped out, right? Yeah, they're dead. And all that they have, all that she has is their audio files. Yeah. Or uh, just their 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 map with red string all over it. She uh, has their uh, audio files and conspiracy corkboard. Do we really want to do another found footage thing? Or does that matter? Like, it's not really so much found footage, right? I don't think the I don't think we do the entire thing as their audio files, but I think every episode we have a little interlude where it's like I have, you know, my name is, my name is Daphne, you know, this is Daphne Driver again. I'm going to play you a recording from the MHLP podcasting network. This, uh, you know, this excerpt is from their episode, uh, Crime in the Air or something like that. I don't know, because they, they smell by taste in the air. Crime in the air? <laughs> They when they do their tongue thing. They're no, I, the I, yeah, I, I, I understand tasting smells. I'm just wondering why, like, would they taste crime? They can smell just crime. Sure, it works. For Wait, what's the what's the, what's their podcast about? Uh, I figured their podcast would just be about superhero goings ons in like Kansas. There's not much, but they and, and this one episode is about crime. Not not <laughs> <laughs> episode one. Crime, crime. <laughs> in the air. Crime episode the two, air. more crime. The taste of crime in the air. All right. So anyway, so okay. So anyway. they're 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 doing low level crime uh, or slash conspiracy theories yeah. around Wichita, uh, looking for lost motorcycles, yeah. uh, a, a convenience store robbings of potato chips, etc. Just little stuff. They might have uh, they might have had the preliminary like story developing about the linkage between superior and red emperor but i don't think that's ultimately going to be why they're dead. yeah i th i think that i agree i think that they accidentally uncover something about the conversation between uh uh tucker carlson and superior um what was his name still red wichita is that it was, was that, it's red emperor red emperor right um so i think that incidentally or even accidentally we have uh the the lizard podcasters overhearing something detrimental maybe they're maybe there's this audio file is what tips daphne off in the first place to be like this wasn't just an atta attack on wichita this was 
you know, something's fishy here. Yeah, and maybe maybe and maybe it's like kind of a boring conversation where like Red Emperor is having um like dealings with like the police, like trying to buy them off, but what they didn't hear, but what Daphne does hear is Superion's eye uh, uh, oh, maybe yeah. char- charging up. Yeah. Phone. And she's like, what is that sound? And it's like, clack, 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 enhance, clack, 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 enhance. It's like, I swear yeah. that sounds like, I mean, something that links to Superion. And then that's why maybe she's trying to talk to him. But and it's like, but yeah, but why were you in this room? Yeah. You know? And maybe that's like the big push of it. That way they cool. didn't really, um, you know, and they, they died trying to save the world. Yeah, they died trying to save someone. Yeah. Cool. All right, what's next? I, I just really like this little 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 clutch of lizard podcasters. That's <laughs> Yeah, so they what they escaped from the center of the earth mostly to podcast um because they've just been listening to podcasts for a while that is one of the few things they can get down there (laughs) yeah is pop podcasts and yes we want to podcast for the human world and daphne's like all right we are not (laughs) we are not agile nor do we have any powers but we are talkative and witty yes (laughs) hiss What's more iconic than three lizards with a podcast? Four. Four lizards. Yeah, no. You have the don't, fourth ranger. Don't forget about Two Claw. Even though he's just a producer, he's very he's very important. To they the have group. him on for the special edition episodes. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. What's, what's next? I think that's pretty good for character stuff. Whoop. Something opened that. There we go. Jeez. Oh, don't. No, don't I got show, a window. Don't show I got, that. Yeah, I know. That's a different. Ta- that's for the next show. Um, yeah, don't, don't show that. So we had an idea for Nemesis showing up. Do we want to get into that very much, or do we not particularly? Does is Nemesis just kind of like, yeah, I didn't help. I, I I just didn't feel like I was, you know, I didn't want. I didn't. Did did not seem like something I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, Nemesis's backstory. Because, uh, like, you know, he doesn't have a problem with uh, Red Emperor so much. Red Emperor's paid him for a couple jobs, um, you know, and it's like, look, I was just going to let him do his thing. I don't yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. So that was uh, so that was episode one part of we get the po- what the podcast is about, who Red Emperor and who Superion is. We hinted dif- Daphne's dislike of Superion will probably cover like. Was was Nemesis also in that room slash uh, audio file? Like, what? Why are they talking? Why is she talking to Nemesis? I forgot about. I forgot why we. I think the initial plan was just because he was there in the city. Okay, he just knows something. Yeah. So he was there at the very beginning of the attack, and he left, which gives us the intro to what the big story is. Yeah. All right. Cool. I like that. Uh, and then attempting to contact Superion. So Superion is, uh, we're, we're kind of styling him a little bit similarly to uh, Homelander from the boys, at least as much as like a superhero with a corporate backing. You know yep. what I mean? Like we're not yeah. doing specifically like that. He is a corporate agent. He is secretly, but we don't know that. Right. But he definitely has like a cadre of, people around him to create his persona yeah like uh almost like greg kinnear from mystery men if anyone has yes. seen that uh whatever 
Um, but yeah, he, he takes he takes sponsors. So what kind of hoops would Daphne go through to try and contact Superior? Like obviously she tries to contact well, his publicist and he's yeah. not interested. Publicist, manager, um uh she could even show up to maybe she knows <clears throat> who his alter ego is and shows up to his alter ego's house. Um I I had kind of an idea. I had kind of the image that Superion doesn't have an alter ego. He is Superion full time. Okay. Maybe he has like where, events, like book signings. Maybe. Where does Superion live? Where does he hang his cape? Does what he have he, like a fortress of latitude? Fortress of yeah, fortress of like a fortress of publicity. Maybe <laughs> it's what he calls his skyscraper. He has in like the Chicago area. Yeah, so maybe okay. So, I, if, if, if what if like Superion has a lot of publicists, depending yeah. on what they're trying to do? So it's like, no, no, no. I'm not the I'm not the one who deals a podcast. You got to talk to um, Jonesburg, and it's like uh, he he. I'm pretty sure he did, handles the podcasting. So then they call Jonesburg, and Jonesburg's like, uh, nope. I'm only about book signing, so. You gotta call uh Richmond. Jonesburg is radio. Podcasting yeah. is below radio. Yeah. Uh I have to get you in contact with my podcast with our podcasting guy, but they're only in the office on so and so days. Or or they don't like he's never been asked to be on a podcast. So she goes through all these different uh publicists, and then at the end it's like, Well, okay, so it's not radio, maybe it's an interview, and it goes to the interview guys like, Well, it's not really an interview because it's mostly TV stuff. It's like maybe we'll try uh this thing where it's documentary, and then they go to the documentary person, it's like, Well, it's not really a documentary, I guess it's a podcast, and we don't really have a podcasting department. You need to talk to, and she reverts back to the first person, uh, who's about radio, I guess. Yeah, and that's like a loop. Uh, Red said Fortress of Latitude. He commutes daily from a tropical secret lair on the equator, which I really like. <laughs> yep, I'm but into yeah, that. She, she tries to show up at like his actual, his publicly listed housing address, which is in Chicago, and doorman mm-hmm. turns her away. And this is effectively just Daphne outlining all the steps she's taken to try and just get a word with anybody who knows this guy. And Wait, she do you- keeps... Okay, do you, is Superion strictly Wichita based? Because <laughs> I had this idea that if there was like a say, like Superman is from Smallville, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if eventually they find out that he's Superman, whatever from Smallville, then they open like a gift shop that is themed for that because it is the hometown. So maybe there's like a Superion uh, outlet <laughs> in Wichita. Uh, so there's a small town about an hour north of Wichita called Newton, which we can make Smallville. So it's yeah. like, yeah, Superion was born in Newton, Kansas. Yeah, so maybe and, she, maybe she yeah. goes and talks to Superion's parents. She tr- she tries to, but now they're public figures. Right, and they're also working at the, the, the convenience store slash uh, uh, themed restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Superion sliders. <laughs> best in the belt it's like uh it's like the wall burgers or yeah. uh, the roffles burger yeah <laughs> superior sliders yeah um she keeps getting the runaround and promises to figure out how to contact superior directly yeah and then i guess she will get a lead right at the end yeah um is the lead like 
the attorney? Well, the the next was, the next step was that she was going to speak to Red Emperor's attorney. That's what least, I was thinking. Yeah. Like, if, if maybe that's the lead somehow, where it's like, hey, look, the only person that I know for sure can contact Superion is this uh, attorney, and they just give the name. And then maybe uh, at the end of that episode, she's like, well, that's interesting. And then in episode four, it's like, and the reason it's interesting is because this is actually Red Emperor's attorney with the same name. So do you think there's something in that? I, well, potentially. I think, I wonder if that might be too, too. Well, it's not, not it's not Superion's attorney. It's just like, there's this attorney uh, who maybe testified. I, I don't know. I was trying to link all the episodes together, but I don't know if that right. actually works. Well, no, um. Well, this is only episode one. These are all the segments I had numbered. That's my best. Oh, segments. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, which is just because I didn't distinguish these visually at all. But no, I like fine. I like the idea that she gets a lead, which points to Red Emperor's attorney, but she could also just be like, I'm not getting anywhere, so I'm going to keep trying this and go to the other person who knows the most about it, see if I can't talk to Red Emperor through his attorney. Yeah. And she's now, like, you know. Now, do you think, that, is Red Emperor alive? I think he got taken alive. Now, what do you think about the idea that like he got acquitted from charges because he like did a like a plea bargain and is like paying back uh something so he's on like house arrest or something. Um cuz I I like him being around also yeah. and and I also like him kind of getting away with a bunch of stuff and it just kind of going down to money. So what if what if Red Emperor Talk, plead pled himself down to a lesser charge and he's being used by the government to keep the San Andreas fault from slipping because he's got tectonic powers. Oh, so now cool. they constantly and California in yep. real life has a habit of using prison labor for super cheap. So he gets put into the California prison system as a way to prevent the massive earthquake from destroying the West Coast. And we have that question of like hold on one second. Okay. And then for those of you at home, we have the question about the wisdom of using a supervillain to prevent the end of Western society. As you know, it's fun to poke holes in the stuff that people in the story bring up because it helps you. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, Zach, you, car you character. You can't see what he put in secret in this in the private chat, but I assure you it's very funny. Um, oh, and if you pledge on our Patreon, you get access to our private chat logs. I don't know. I'll, I'll talk to him about that. We'll see if that's actually a thing. Uh, is being used as convict labor in California to keep the San Andreas fault All right. from destroying. <clears throat> Sorry about that. No, you're good. I said that if they pledge... Ten dollars or more on our Patreon, they get access to our private chat logs. <laughs> <laughs> it, honestly, it's worth it. You keep trying to make me break character, and so far I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, you're such a jerk in real life. <laughs> you're, so, you're, so, you're so friendly on here. Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. Anyway. So no, I, I just, I think if we run with the, I like the idea that Red Emperor gets directly interviewed and he's just like, yeah, this is why I did what I did. 
It's like, look, what my test. My Tyrion did what he did. Yeah, my testimony is on file. Blah blah blah. And she's like, "Can you explain this recording?" And she plays recording, and it's like, "Yeah, I was paying off the cops. Like that, I needed them to get out of town." And she's like, "No, no, explain this part." And it's like, and whatever, whatever sound or whatever we yeah. figure out links to that, and uh, he clams up, or he's just like. <clears throat> Tell me, who else are you interviewing yet? And she goes, well, I'm trying to get everybody involved in the attack. I'm trying to get citizens, the the Wichita superheroes, members of so-and-so. And he goes, I'm trying to get Superion, right? And she goes, well, yeah, but he won't speak to me. And he goes, I wonder why. Like, he makes a cryptic reference that, like, eggs her on. Yeah, and maybe he gives her information on how to contact hmm. him closer or something. Yeah, some some way where it's like, well, how do, you think I got, how do you think I got Superion's attention? She goes, well, you took over Wichita. And he goes, yeah. I mean, you know, not everybody is like... And maybe he says something like, <laughs> uh, some some say he was here before the attack. Yeah. Uh, Red Flanagan says, can confirm that Dylan is a monster. All the pictures of cute animals on his Instagram are... Oh, boo. Hey. <laughs> That's the same animal. <laughs> it's the same animal. Rogue's, Rogue's right here. She's outside my door. She's meowing because I won't let her in. Yeah, those are all clones. <laughs> True, they are victims, but they are all clone If cats, I could clone my roommate's cat and have a copy, I would absolutely do that. She's adorable. I, oh, okay. Uh, I, I was hoping you were going to say you would absolutely murder that thing. No. Good. No, I know. I like Rogue. Anyway. okay. I'm, so, not in, I'm not interested in animal harm being a part of my persona, but thank you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> And he goes, who else are you talking to? Have you had a, any luck chatting with Superion yet? And gives her and eggs her on to continue investigating him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I what, really like that. What information would he give her that could maybe help her out to Superion, though? Um, or, or does he just tell her that that noise that she hears is Superion and that's it? I think he implies that. I don't think okay. he's going to be out and out like that's Superion's eye gem. I think he's just like, you know, this was, I don't know how you got this audio log, but this was recorded just before the city went down. Yeah. And where do you, what do you think that noise is? Dot, dot, dot. Anyway, I got to get back to the fault. Cool. <clears throat> Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that him saving the world is why he got a pardon from what he's doing. He's like, you know, any day now that fault's going to slip and that entire coast is going to go underwater unless I get charged from, you know, forcible annexation of a United States territory to grand, grand larceny. <laughs> Mega grand larceny. Yeah. He has the, the equivalent of diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next? Next is what Daphne is setting up to prove, which is we have written down Superior's not a force for good. At best, he's apathetic. At worst, he's a corporate stooge. Now, this, who... would, be, this would be her mission statement, right? This is her reasoning for why this podcast exists. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And she pledges to continue to try and figure stuff out. I like that. Yeah, and that's the end of episode one. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, all right, do you want to hop into the next one a little bit, or yep. we, got, we got a little bit of time? Yeah, we got a little bit. 
So, um, episode two, we are building up to everything kind of going down, um, which I figured would be kind of just like baseline interviews with people who live in Wichita, like the superheroes who are there. It's like, why do you think this happened here? What kind of crime was it? And they're like, I didn't think anything super criminal was happening. None of us expected this to happen. It was a nice day. And we get like heavy step talking about what he does to solve crime. Dean Powers talking about his time with the Bureau of Powered Individuals. Why Red Emperor chose Wichita? Wait, okay. So what if maybe in that meeting that she has recorded, Mm -hmm. it's only half of the meeting because maybe the power-up or something is Superion finding the recording device or something? Because what I was thinking was at the the second part of that meeting, maybe Red Emperor is getting Superion to mess up the tectonic plates so that he would have his pardon because he would be the only one that could like stop that. What do you think about that? Because I'm trying to think of like what, what would be the reason for Superion to leave Wichita during this event other than money? And is it just money? Originally, we had talked about it being some sort of tied up conflict of interest because they're both funded by the same mega corporation. Hmm. I do kind of like the idea of some sort of like quid pro quo. Yeah, like maybe maybe the, the organization that they both kind of are funded by is almost saying like, OK, look, we, we can only really back one of you guys. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Superion's like, you don't want to go against me, and then Red Emperor's like, well, I mean, you don't, I, I don't, I don't know if that works at all. Give that me mo- three weeks before you come and end it, and yeah. Superion's like, why? And then we don't know why yet. We don't. Know, yeah. For some reason, Red Emperor needs three weeks in Wichita, which is going to be the name of my romantic comedy script. Three weeks in Wichita. Oh, it's oh. awful. Yeah, what an inexpensive but great <laughs> motel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, comforting and sweets the four star yep there is a heart-shaped jacuzzi but it is out of order but it is the thought that counts yep they have a space heater you can put in there but you don't want to get in there at the same time with the space heater use it, no. just use it to heat it up it's just, <laughs> just a warm tub wait so uh, how, how do we link episode how does episode two start where episode one ends like what what's the linkage of those well, considering or, it's kind of like serial, it doesn't have to be a direct tie-in. Other, just like Daphne shows up, she's like, "My name is Daphne Driver, so and so and so." On this podcast, I'm hoping to tell you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Last episode, we discussed the major players involved. This episode, we're going to get into the build-up to the conspiracy to the catastrophe. Now, I need to tell you, I've never listened to Serial, so I cannot. It's say. been a long time. I listened to Serial back in like back when it was big in like 2016. Yeah, that's a weird brag, but okay. Yeah, you know, I was there at the start. You know, just, <laughs> like, dude, I was podcasting before podcasts was where. Yeah, right. No, um, only it's it's fine. Yeah, it's been it's been proven, or not proven, but it's been kind of it's been semi debunked at least recent, at least in the last few years. Oh. Um, in the same way that making a murderer was, I might be talking out of my ass. Oh, well, making I, a murderer it, definitely is. It got the making a murderer treatment where it's like a major, a high profile podcast or at least documentary came out and everybody who was actually involved with it was like, hold up. Hmm. Not everything was made available to the public. X, Y, Z. Come on. <clears throat> and then I had the failed follow up where it's like, what other cases can I, what other cases can I look at? Like, 
oh. can't go back to the same thing. But yeah, so uh, well, I, actually, I think that's a good place to stop right now. Yeah, uh, and then we'll hop into the beginning yeah. of episode two uh, next Tuesday, which yeah. we're going to be back at this every single week uh, again until Dylan gets tired of me uh, or needs a break, and then I'll try to run a show by myself, which. Zach, I, I just had like a three-week detox from you. Come, <laughs> That's come true. on, get back in here. I'm you ready? You ready to hop back in there? All right, great. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you very much for liking, or I get not like. I'm um, please like this, but also <laughs> thank you very much just for listening, really, and hanging yeah. out, uh, activating our senses, and making sure that what the idea we come up with is a cool one. Um, so thank you so much. Please uh, like and subscribe if you want to continue seeing what we're doing and how this works out. You can also see uh, some more stuff on patreoncom <laughs> backslash if you want to help us create. More more and more stuff. I'm not sure if you guys know this or not, but we just put out a podcast called Create Your Own Podventure, which Dylan wrote 18 episodes uh, crafted in your style adventure. So you listen to episode one and then you choose where you want to go after that, which is cool. But that was all with the help of some people that helped us out on mm-hmm. Patreon, such as uh, Scott Curtis with Behind the Bits. Awesome podcast. If you're into comedians, but not their you know their jokes, like their stories, uh, Scott Curtis with Behind the Bits. Awesome, awesome dude. Award-winning podcaster. Uh, Tony and Sarah Takachik, our East Coast friends. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Listener app. If you do like podcasts, if you're listening to this, uh, you can check out podcast app. Go to Instagram at the greatest podcast app. Uh, what they do there is they actually transcribe the words so you can read them instead of listening. Uh, Dylan's voice is uh, a chalkboard scratchy at yeah. best. So why listen to that garbage when you can read his words, which is I've way more beautiful. To, the way I speak has been compared to Shia LaBeouf. That is not true, and I'll confirm that off camera. Oh, all right. <laughs> wait, you speak like Shia LaBeouf? I mumble. I mumble a lot. Oh, wait. I thought I was the mumbler. No, huh. somebody told me that I sound like Shia LaBeouf because I mumble a lot, and I think that that's the same person. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, thank you guys very much for hanging out. Check out somenobodies.com for all of our weird stuff. You can see everything that we do there. Uh, if you do want to know what we're doing, though, Mondays and Fridays, we're on The Real Boys, where uh, on Mondays we talk about our favorite movies. On Fridays, we talk about new releases or The Whatever. Real Wheel, which is a, a, a garbage collection of movies that our friends and fans uh, asked us to review. And this week, which is this Friday, we're doing Airheads, that awesome uh, well, Brendan Fraser um uh, Steve Adam Buscemi, Sandler? Adam Sandler, yeah. uh, Michael McKean, uh, uh, Michael Richardson, uh, a lot of really weird people in that movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, Chris Farley, a classic from the 90s. But yes, yeah, so that's on Fridays. Now, on Wednesdays, we have a new show called No Time to Binge. And what we do is we find somebody that likes a show a lot. And uh, usually it's B. <laughs> We're doing uh, a lot of anime, which I'm fine yeah, with. I, which, I like everything which, I've kind of watched. Yeah, it works perfectly. And what we're doing there is we just watch the first episode of the series and the very last episode of the series and just try to figure out what happens in the middle because who has time to binge six, seven, eight seasons, possibly just four episodes? Who cares? We don't have time for that. But either way, folks, I've been Zach. He's been Dylan. You've been great. Check us out. We love you all, and I'm glad I'm back. Thank you very much. And uh, Dylan, Dylan, you could say what you got to say because you like that. Yeah, it's good to have Zach back. No, that, the other thing. Yeah. Take it easy out there, everybody. Be well. You know. Nice. Things are opening up. Make sure you stretch your legs, but be good about it. Cool. <laughs> Drink some water. Stretch your Drink legs. Drink some water. Be well. Yep. Uh, <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye.